In the summer of 1929, a journalist named Samuel Crowther interviewed John J. Raskob, a senior financial executive at General Motors, about how the typical individual could build wealth by investing in stocks. In August of that year, Crowther published Raskob's ideas in a Ladies' Home Journal article with the audacious title, Everybody Ought to Be Rich. In the interview, Raskob claimed that America was on the verge of a tremendous industrial expansion. He maintained that by putting just $15 per month into good common stocks, investors could expect their wealth to grow steadily to $80,000 over the next 20 years. Such a return, 24% per year, was unprecedented, but the prospect of effortlessly amassing a great fortune seemed plausible in the atmosphere of the 1920s bull market. Stocks excited investors and millions put their savings into the market seeking quick profit. On September 3, 1929, a few days after Raskob's plan appeared, the Dow Jones Industrial Average hit a historic high of 381.17. Seven weeks later, stocks crashed. The next 34 months saw the most devastating decline in share values in U.S. history. On July 8th, 1932, when the carnage was finally over, the Dow Industrial stood at 41.22. The market value of the world's greatest corporations had declined an incredible 89%. Millions of investors' life savings were wiped out, and thousands of investors who had borrowed money to buy stocks were forced into bankruptcy. America was mired in the deepest economic depression in its history. Raskob's advice was ridiculed and denounced for years to come. It was said to represent the insanity of those who believed that the market could rise forever and the foolishness of those who ignored their tremendous risks in stocks. Senator Arthur Robinson of Indiana publicly held Raskob responsible for the stock crash by urging common people to buy stock at the market peak. In 1992, 63 years later, Forbes magazine warned investors of the overvaluation of stocks in its issue headlined, Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds. In a review of the history of market cycles, Forbes fingered Raskob as the worst offender of those who viewed the stock market as a guaranteed engine of wealth. Conventional wisdom holds that Raskob's foolhardy advice epitomizes the mania that periodically overruns Wall Street. But is that verdict fair? The answer is decidedly no. Investing over time in stocks has been a winning strategy whether one starts such an investment plan at a market top or not. If you calculate the value of the portfolio of an investor who followed Raskob's advice in 1929, patiently putting $15 a month into the market, you find that his accumulation exceeded that of someone who placed the same money in Treasury bills after less than four years. By 1949, his stock portfolio would have accumulated almost $9,000, a return of 7.86%, more than double the annual return in bonds. After 30 years, the portfolio would have grown to over $60,000, with an annual return rising to 12.72%. Although these returns were not as high as Raskob had projected, the total return of the stock portfolio over 30 years was more than eight times the accumulation in bonds and more than nine times that in treasury bills. Those who never bought stock 
citing the great crash as the vindication of their caution, eventually found themselves far behind investors who had patiently accumulated equity. The story of John Raskob's infamous prediction illustrates an important theme in the history of Wall Street. Bull markets and bear markets lead to sensational stories of incredible gains and devastating losses. Yet patient stock investors who can see past the scary headlines have always outperformed those who flee to bonds or other assets. Even such calamitous events as the great 1929 stock crash or the financial crisis of 2008 do not negate the superiority of stocks as long-term investments.